Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Signal 50 podcast for Sunday, May 2nd, 2021. Whole lot of stuff going on in the news. Uh, it's it's just a dizzying pace of information flying around. A little hard to keep up. Sorry we didn't get with you on Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, it's been a hellish couple of weeks for both uh, Bravo and myself. Uh, a lot of work going on, uh, working pretty much nonstop. Uh, so, Bravo, good evening to you, sir. How are you? Good evening. Alpha, how are things for you, sir? I know we're all busy working and trying to keep up, and the world is starting to wake up again, which is very nice to see. Huh. Yeah, I guess. Uh. <laughs> but that means less time. You know, we have day jobs, and we are the two American patriots who love to talk about current events. And right now, still going through the cancel culture of uh, not wanting our free speech uh, practiced as it was Envisioned by our forefathers. Right. I have to say, screw tube. That's all I have to say. Well, it, it, it's quite interesting that uh, it's amazing the amount of power that they think they have, right? Yeah, they they do perceive that they have, everything has to come down to perception again. We've talked about right. this in previous right. shows. I believe the sky is blue. Alpha, I know that you know the sky is blue. If we went to ScrewTube and asked them, what do you, color do you think the sky is? They'll say red because that's what we see, all red, all the time. We can't <laughs> change. We're not going to be able to change their perception. We're not going to be able to fix it. Nope. The problem is it's also what they consider their platform and their rules. Right. But when you're in cahoots with the, quote, deep state and <laughs> all the people that you know, go against what we believe in, and that includes the Constitution, then they can play whatever games they want. And that's the way the world works in their eyes. We, on the other hand, believe that's not the case. We want to exercise our First Amendment rights. We're not in this for the money. You know that. We're just looking to talk about what's going on from our vantage point, from our two American Patriot vantage point. And I believe... Uh, according to our following, everyone kind of seems to think that we're on the right track. Hmm. Well, and I think it's happening to us again. I, I think that YouTube has throttled us this evening. Uh, I'm getting a, a message from a, a point of contact out there uh, saying that the video is not available. <laughs> video is not available. So we're not uh, allowed to be streaming, apparently, or somebody is stopping us from streaming. Well, we'll have to see how that turns out. I just got a screenshot sent in. and. Uh, it's just very, very interesting what's going on. Well, here's, well that's okay. Well, that's, that's okay, okay because you can always find us on Rumble, which is doing fantastic. It's doing gangbusters over there. We also are, we do some uh, shoot, we put some up on BitChute, by the way. We've started, okay. started putting it there. And quite frankly, we've had 60 something views on BitChute from last week. I didn't, I forgot to tell you about this. Um, and it just seems to be doing fine. So, you, YouTube can go screw off. I guess. Well, I guess there will come a point in time where everybody just gets sick of it. You know, I mean, look, YouTube is a great product and I can't take anything away from it. You know, politics aside, it, it's a great product that, that Google put out to, to get the message out and, and for people to, you know, I, I think it's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I really do. 
and I don't like what Google's doing. I let let's just be let's just be really clear. I'm not a big fan of the censorship and whatever. We have to admit though, it, it's not our platform. It's not our house. It's theirs. Um, they have a set of rules that they've made up, even though we don't like those rules. Um, where we have a problem with the rules is they're just not applied evenly. If they applied the rules evenly across the board, no problem, right? Well, I, I do I do agree, but I think it has to go one step further. All when right. you talk about the, the open square, the ability to, to talk, and the ability, you know, again, things have changed since the 1700s when, when this country was formed. Um, there wasn't anything as computers, uh, let alone when we were when we were young alpha. We we never knew that we we're going to be able to communicate through our computers that, or even have a computer sitting on our desk <laughs> like we have no, today. It's insane. It is, and now being able to broadcast literally to the world, and it's pretty cool. And people, it's like really it. cool. And that that should be the the wonder of it all. And for those people that want to listen to us, have at it. Take a listen. Let us know what you think. Send us an email at info at signal50.com. Let us know what you want to listen to. But you know what? You don't have to listen either. And you and I are okay with that too. Because yeah. if anyone wants to join in in our conversation, we welcome them with open arms. If you have a different opinion, we welcome you with those different opinions. And quite frankly, we can agree to disagree. I'm not going to lose respect Just for you. Be respectful. Exactly. So for YouTube to say video not available or where they're throttling us or they, they've given us strikes and they've done all kinds of Michigas, well, guess what? That will take, you know, we'll, we'll, we continue to do our thing and people are listening to us and we're having fun with it. And as long as we're having fun, I really don't care. Right. And YouTube is only one vehicle by which to get a message out anyways. So no big deal. So we got a lot of things to talk about tonight. You know, look, the tech, I'm sure we're going to have a, a running dialogue about the uh, the hypocrisy of the tech giants. Mm. You know, uh, so we'll 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 keep going with that as time goes by. Got a lot to talk about. You know, there's a lot in the news. I think we're going to get down to talking about uh, what's going on with Rudy Giuliani. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to talk about the Arizona recount. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that that's going to be really, those are two really important topics that I think that we really need to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to bring up a couple other things that we're seeing as what I consider uh, periphery. Uh, yeah. In other words, uh, things that are adjoined or running parallel to this narrative that uh, the We'll get into the Arizona recount here in a second. We're also going to show you how everyone's starting to wake up a little bit. And from that, I believe wholeheartedly that we need a little bit of encouragement from sure. someone I look up to tremendously. Yep. And if people out there, I believe a lot of you do the same way, this person may not be popular amongst some other people that may listen to us, and that's okay too. But his words, to me, are inspirational, and I think we should share them near the end of the show. Right. So we should start by talking about, Oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's Rudy. start, shall we? So our, our, one of the, one of the most influential people, especially uh, when 2001, September 11th hit. Yeah. He, he 
And and I, I will say George Bush, George W. Bush, uh, did a decent job. Pataki did a decent job. Kept the country together. We had that feeling of togetherness. Uh, but Giuliani was there in the middle, and he saw it all. He was actually near the near the downfall of the towers because that's where their uh, command post was. But now he's being now he's being targeted by the by the government. Yep. Because of Russia again. Well, Russia, the Russia, Russia, and Russia, yes, and the Ukraine, and it's just it's ridiculous. I'm like, why? Can we can we can we answer that question? No, because we're just watching from the outside here. However, gotta tell you, doesn't make any sense to me, except when you start putting pieces together and you find the linchpin, which I right. believe is the Maricopa County, re, uh, excuse me, not recount audit. Well. Well, well, let's let's back up a little bit and let's talk about why they're going after Rudy or, or you know, what what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the warrant was for a FARA violation, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. Lobbying for the Ukraine. Lobbying for the Ukraine. Right. Now, right. I don't believe that for a second, but we'll let the government have their narrative. Go ahead. Right. So, <laughs> you know, um, the warrant was for Records and electronic devices mm-hmm. located at his residence in New York City. In New York City, mm-hmm. and six FBI agents showed up at his place at six o'clock in the morning. I mean, this is this is a little bit draconian, don't you think, to oh, show up at Rudy Giuliani's place at you know anybody's place looking for records at six o'clock in the morning? Uh, he turns everything over without any issue or you know. Uh, conflict with the FBI agents, and he tries even to hand them Hunter Biden's hard drives. Mm. They wanted absolutely nothing to do with that. So, Alpha, let me understand this for one second. Sure. The Honorable Rudy Giuliani goes to hand over the disk. Hey, by the way, I know you're taking my personal computer, my laptops, my phones, my everything, which is a sizable amount of money, by the way. Anyway, here's oh by the here take this too. This is Hunter Biden's, and the agent says, "Whoa, we don't want that. You keep it." Yeah, well, that's exactly right, and it goes a little bit even beyond that. Oh, good lord! Come to find out, um, one of the people that Giuliani conversed with on, on the regular was uh, John Solomon. John Solomon, who you and I both admire as a oh, he's a great girl. journalist, awesome journalist. Talked about Spygate, talked about the Russian hoax. Uh, very uh, renowned expert, along with Dan Bongino. I wonder yep. if he's next. Oh, I'm sure he probably will be. So what it boils down to is Schiff, they were mm-hmm. spying on Rudy Giuliani during the impeachment because it was him uh, advising the president. So they had a track on the inside of all of Giuliani's information in iCloud. That he kept in an iCloud account. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Yeah, the feds hacked uh, hacked the information, and they had access. Schiff's committee had access to Rudy Giuliani's attorney-client privilege information. This is disgusting. Oh, I'm speechless. No, oh, you should be. Oh my god, that that's ridiculous. That's out- it is. so. What and what basis? What warrant gave them power to do that? What I'm not sure. 
Those are questions that have yet to be answered. But we know that John Solomon's calls were being listened to. He, He knows that he was being spied on. Dan Bongino was also being spied on. Ugh. We all know this. I mean, but Rudy Giuliani having the attorney-client privileged information uh, monkeyed with while he was representing the president in an impeachment, that's that's really quite something, isn't it? That's kind of disgusting, don't you think? It is. But I have to have faith that <laughs> President Trump, well, let me get, I may be laughed at in a second here, but let me get it out. I believe that they know what's coming. They knew it was coming and they prepared for it and Maybe they'll have happy faces on documents that have nothing to do with, you know, like they could have hid it somewhere else or did something, you know, kept it in in some kind of government server, you know, like some access server encrypted. Maybe. Well, I, I, I think that Rudy's got plenty of backups of the information that the FBI took, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's not. Uh, it's not exactly a secret what he's got. I mean, crying out loud, there's how many copies of Hunter Biden's uh, laptop uh, computer out there now. Maybe so. maybe he copied Hunter's laptop onto his other computer that they took, thinking then they had something else, and then they would get into it and say, "Oh wow, look at this." <laughs> I wouldn't think that Rudy would be that uh, stupid. Uh, Apparently, there's really bad stuff on there. So, oh, you mean that those yeah, that stuff? He doesn't want any part of that on his. Uh, yeah, laptop. no, no. No, it'd be a bad idea. So anyhow, you know, look, I, I find it utterly just just gross. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I had occasion to bump into Rudy Giuliani uh, about a year ago. Great picture, by the way. Yeah, isn't that funny? Uh, a year and, and a few months ago, I, I bumped into him. I was down uh, walking downtown. I had uh, my, my dog with me, and we went to uh, Trump International. Uh, the mm. hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I walked in uh, past the lobby. There's a restaurant there on the right-hand side when you go to the restroom mm-hmm. and there's this really large dude standing there. And I looked over at him and he looked over at me, he had a little pin on his lapel and he starts talking to me about my dog. He's like, hey man, nice dog. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's all right. And he's like, yeah, on the force we had dogs like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, can I pat him? I'm like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no problem. He's like, oh, I love your dog. I'm like, cool. He's like, you want to meet my dog? <laughs> I'm like, Who's your dog? He's like, he's around the corner. He says, hold on, hang tight. He comes back around. He says, come here. You're going to want to meet my dog. <laughs> so I go walking around the corner and who's sitting at the table? Rudy Giuliani. Wow. Yeah, I saw the picture. It's phenomenal. I got yeah, that. Rudy Giuliani sitting there. I got a chance to sit down next to the great mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, I shook his hand and I put my hand on his shoulder and I thanked him for uh, everything that he'd done for my brothers on September 11th and yep. yours as well. Uh, and, and what he continued to do and, uh, being a stand up guy and being one of my personal heroes. And he was, he was just, you know, sitting there, he was playing with a dog and the dog jumped up and my dog doesn't do this dog jumped up and started licking Rudy Giuliani's face. And Rudy, <laughs> instead of backing away, put his face even closer to the dog. Yeah. Uh, he was just having a good time with it. And, and I got a chance to meet him and I talked with him for a few minutes and what a swell guy. Mm. Um, he was just, he was just awesome. Mm-hmm. He was happy. He he took time to talk to me, and and he was he was great. Um, True leader. Yeah, he's a, he's a real leader, and I and yeah, he's a role model. He's somebody that I really look up to. Somebody that uh, he's he's really quite something else. But yep. anyhow, enough of that. I mean, 
the guy basically is getting the shaft. I mean, this is the, the same playbook that they pull on everybody uh, when, when they find themselves in trouble. You know, Russia, 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 Ukraine, you did this, that, the other thing. Usually the, uh, the virtue that they're signaling is the crime that they're committing. So yeah. we're going to have to see how this goes. I, I, I don't know. This apparently was a grand jury subpoena, so... The grand jury subpoena, wonderful. See, they just use every little, like, intimidation factor they can find. Now, here's something I wanted to share with everyone real quick. This is this is from Rudy Giuliani's, uh, uh, this was on um, back in September 30th, uh, and it came up again from what I understand that, you know, that they fi- he finally responded to a subpoena from the House committee, <laughs> which Stiff was in charge. Um, I guess he's he's finally doing it and getting around to it. Basically saying, I've received a subpoena signed only by Democrat chairs who have uh, prejudged this case. It, it raises significant issues concerning legitimacy and constitutional and legal issues, including uh, inter alia uh, attorney-client and other privileges. It will be given appropriate consideration, which I think he forgot about. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I'm not going to consider that. I'm done considering it this week. Next, yep. Moving on. So. so as we mentioned earlier at the top of the show, we were concerned about the fact that this linchpin and everything's running around orbits the the whole real issue, I think, that's got the Democrats very upset at this point. And again, I, I'm going to go on the record and say, look, you had nothing to hide. And this was the most secure election in the entire world. What's the problem? Why do you have such an issue? Well, uh, right now, the Republican chairwoman, Kelly Ward in Arizona, she's, a, she's in charge of the whole Republican uh, th- um, you know, GOP leader, uh, is sounding an alarm. She uh, states that the deep state players from the Democrat not-for-profits, NFPs, they, they, she refers to, were uh, they stuck in to the Maricopa County audit. And they have people that were trained to go in there and try to, uh, you know, basically muck up the works, right? Yep. And they are corrupt as they are non-biased NFPs are, um, are, and they have no business being on the audit floor. And you want to guess who is the, one, the, the top string puller? George Soros. Of course. Right back to George Soros. So we, I, I got to be honest with you, it, it, it seems to me, Alpha, that if – the, the initial judge who said put up a million dollars bond, you know, for every day you're delaying this thing for for them for the ninjas, um, then you know the ones that are running this their Florida-based outfit they're they're doing the audit right now. Yep. And if they're this close to, and they must be flying over the target and getting flack, which I believe is what all this other stuff is with with Mr. Solomon and Mr. Giuliani. It, you know, and all the other um, what I call distractors, you know, to get us off the main story that they are finding some really big stuff going on with this audit. They've gotten more tables, more people, more. I mean, they've expanded the operation. You can go right on to ArizonaAudit.com.org, uh, excuse me, and you can watch everything going on. I, I sat there for like 20 minutes just watching it, and they were sitting at the table, and someone, they don't handle in the bouts, they just look at it, it spins around. And they, they have a, a pad of paper and they just start marking things down, I guess. But it, it's it's open and, and transparent. Right. So what what's the problem here? Well, well, uh, the, problem the problem is 
<laughs> Someone has something to hide. We all know it. And we're going to have a Friday to say it here on the Signal 50 podcast. Right. And uh, this, this could get really, really interesting. You know, I, I'm really getting anxious to see the results of the audit and just to see how things turn out. Um, I think it could be shocking. And when are they supposed to be done with it? Do you know, Bravo? Uh, uh, by May 14th. Don't correct. Don't quote me on it. I you know it's some sometime in a couple of weeks. Uh, they got a lot of they have millions of ballots to go through. They're making some good progress, and they have the machines. They have the machines. Yes, they do. I believe it's two point four or two point five million votes in that district that they're going through and uh, auditing. Wow, that's it's a lot, lot of votes. Yep. It's a lot of votes. It's a big district. Maricopa County is very big. Yep. So very, very I, think, I think that's the real, I think that's the, that's the, as, as Stephen K. Bannon would say for the war room, the signal, not the noise. That's his saying. I believe the, the, the noises, the distractors and the look over here, look, Giuliani's bad, really bad. No one believes it. I don't believe it. No, I think everybody's getting a little bit tired of it. And I think people are starting to wake up and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Well, I do think people are starting to wake up and, and, and people are really tired of this crap. I mean, this mm -hmm. is just nonsense and it's, it's just got to stop at some point. I, I don't think it will, but. Well, I, I, I do I do think it will, it will stop at the point where people have had enough, you know, reached, you know, I've had it up to here. You ever hear your parents? I remember my parents saying it all the time. I have had it up to here. And like, well, that's right. I, I reached that point. Back in back uh, when 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 Biden declared his pre his presidency run, I mean steal, <laughs> and I said I've had it up to here, um, but that was a long time ago. A lot of people take a little bit longer than I do to reach that point of I've had enough. So to all those people out there and they have a little reserve, I'd say hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I I've I've had about enough. I mean, this is gross yeah What's and this is on? not the country i want to live in this is not the country i want to pass on to my kids and nope. uh, enough's enough already right you know, exactly crap take your values and and keep them to yourself and stop imposing them on me that's all i have to say right so interesting yes it's very so, interesting we're, we're gonna have to see we're gonna have to see so, i i got okay. no way i got no barometer on the situation all i know is that you know for them to send you know, a hundred lawyers to mm -hmm. Maricopa County, the Democratic National Committee, to send a hundred lawyers, you know, to go out and make noise and try to stop this thing. I mean, mm -hmm. why? Why? I, I I would have to say that, you know, that we someone knows where all the bodies are buried and that's that's coming out and they don't want us to know, but we're all going to find out because it's already, you know, going underway. Let's look at just look at very quickly off of the the process that when we went through to, you know with the court cases and the judge was had to recuse himself because of a dirty move that the democrats played by placing a person that interned with that judge on the legal team and they just put his name on there and the name escapes me for the second but but the point is the judge had to recuse himself and they had to go shopping for another judge and that judge happens to be part of um i believe was uh, a, appointed by obama and has some other connections with uh was a former lawyer for uh the big law firm that the clintons are big fans of and basically in the long run this judge um is 
interesting enough, has not made any big moves. But I think the Democrats are looking to go on to uh, the feds, the federal level, and find ways to derail this. This, And I don't think the train's already out of the station, and I don't think there's anything stopping it. Uh, and now that's why you start seeing these dirty tricks and these, these, these investigations, which I think are all related. They're all related around the fact that the Democrats are extremely nervous. Well, it's coming yeah, out. They, they, yeah. Seems to be their playbook. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see what's going on here. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I don't, I, you know, and, and at the end of the day, let's, let's be realistic. I, I don't think if they find a result that is contrary to, you know, the present election, which, which is completely possible. Mm-hmm. They come back and they find out that, you know, the, these vote tallies were tampered with. This was wrong. I mean, what, what's the next step? Mm-hmm. You know, what's next? I have no idea. I don't know either. But we'll be very eager to see what happens. I'm I've not sure. People. I'm not sure I want to know. I've heard some things, but again, I, that's one of the things we'll have to wait and see what happens. Because this is going to be a moment-by-moment discussion <laughs> if that if they find yeah. things that shouldn't have been there and then new hampshire by the way no one's really talking about it. again the lamestream media useless when it comes to this kind of stuff new hampshire is doing a an audit also oh yeah and there's some stuff coming out of there too that will be arriving shortly to a theater near you uh-huh so everyone's i think the democrats are running scared and all they need, to, all they know how to do, is accuse people of being racist and communist. Or excuse me, they're communists. I'm not. Uh, they yeah. try to impose their values on me, and I tell them to go screw off. And call me a racist. Don't care. Because <laughs> you can't oh, prove right. it. Never done it. So uh, right. you know, screw them. That's what I have to say to them. Well, you know, it's it's really funny that you should mention that. You know, listen. Um, I, this is kind of a little bit of a, a off the off topic slightly but not not really do, do you remember do you recall uh, a number of years ago at the academy awards a man was getting his lifetime achievement award and and everybody turned their back on him in the theater because he he uh participated in the mccarthy stuff where they tried to go after communists in hollywood and everybody mm-hmm. was all pissed off at this guy do you remember that yeah yeah yep I can't remember who that was. I cannot remember who the director was. I, I wasn't Scorsese. It wasn't Kubrick. I, I'm not sure who it was. It was a, a big time, big time, uh, mm-hmm. uh, big time name in in Hollywood. Do you remember and the he movie had, he directed? I, I, I can't remember. He was a big time director. This guy was this guy was huge. Yeah, and they were giving him heat because he helped, you know, McCarthy with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the the Red Scare stuff and the communists in Hollywood and. And and everybody in Hollywood had everybody believing, oh, we're not communists, we're fine, we're fine, you know, blah 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 blah. This guy is bad, and he helped. You know what? I hate to say it, mm. God, Joe McCarthy was right. Mm. Well, he was a madman as well, but yeah, he was right. I, I think when any extreme occurs in this society oh, yeah. and, and imposing values on other people and not listening to. Uh, each other and dividing the country, which the Democrats are very good at doing. Oh, yes, um, they are. Oh, um, yes, they are. 
guess what happens? This is what happens. So I think there's going to be a very large coalition, a coalescing, excuse me. They're going to coalesce. We're all going to come back together again when all this information comes out. And there's going to be a reckoning on the Democrats. And I can't wait. So get ready. Well, the midterms, about, the midterms are not that far away. Oh, that and and the laws are already changing. We're seeing a lot of positive uh, changes that are occurring to the the laws for the states, especially in the in the uh, states where the you know the swing states. Um, there's a lot of um, looking down upon mail-in ballots, no more, open, you know, just freestanding collection bins, you know, all this stuff that makes complete sense. And remembering that the Constitution delegated all these powers to the state legislatures, not the, the corrupt uh, secretaries of state or governors or whoever may right. be the case. So, well, again, the, and we learn, I, I'm glad to see we're learning from some mistakes here also, but yeah, but we're also going to make some same mistakes again, too. So we, we, we're going to take the good with the bad here, and we're going to move forward. Yep. And talking about mistakes, the FBI gets it all wrong up in Alaska. Oh, boy. So the feds raided an Alaska home searching for Pelosi's stolen laptop. Now, <laughs> Alaska, that, that's an interesting place. So this is from the BL that uh, was published today by Laura and Rion. Uh, and... Uh, Again, this I'll just this is a very brief story, but uh, in Alaska, a residence house was raided on Wednesday, April 28th, as federal agents claimed they were searching for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's laptop, which was stolen during the Capitol riot on January 6th. The homeowners, Paul and Marilyn Cooper, uh, told KSRM that the agents mistook her for a woman who entered the U.S. Capitol and was involved in the stealth, uh, excuse me, the stealth of the. Uh, it's this, a it's a misprint, but it's the theft. It's supposed to be theft. Theft. Thank you. Uh, of the House Speaker's laptop from her office on that day. Well, oops, <laughs> that was that was the wrong thing to do. Well, it was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> so you think they couldn't have asked him? I mean, he couldn't just knock on the door and said, you know, why do you need to raid their house? You know, just come on in and, you know, let's have a discussion. Or let me get a lawyer first and then have a discussion with the FBI. They ever showed up at my door without a warrant. I'm not letting them in. I don't nope. trust them as far as I can throw them. No. They lost all credibility in my book. No, I, I've had I've had a uh, long story, long story long. Uh, I, I've had the FBI show up at my door. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> uh not for anything I did. Um, they were asking questions about a business transaction that somebody was partaking in in, uh, in a company that I used to work for. Mm. Uh, and I left because there was some weird stuff going on. Um, and they they asked if they could come in and sit down and talk to me. And I was like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> nope. Not at all. <laughs> Can I come in? Nope. Nope. Anyway, so, but that's, if they're going half cocked, literally going into these situations without, uh, really, you know, how good's this uh, recognition software, you know, when it comes I, don't know. I don't know. We'll have to could, see. Well, it's so, pretty amazing that they could run that down to somebody's living room in the state of Alaska, though, don't you? Don't you oh, think that, that's a little that, nuts? That's a little crazy. Although I don't, you know, they could probably do things that we can't even think about. Anyway. 
Right. I wanted to. I wanted to circle back. Or get it. Circle back. Uh, uh-huh. So she's still uh-huh. circling. She can't find a place to land. But that's another right. story. But with um, we mentioned earlier in the show that people are waking up. That they are getting sick and tired of this nonsense. Uh, you and I hit that that point a long time ago, <laughs> and uh, we've talked about it since September when we started the show. But let's let's uh, let's witness what Dan Scavino posted on his Telegram. Uh, one of my least favorite senators, uh, Pierre Delecto. I mean, <laughs> Mittens. Mittens Romney. Here we go. Oh, man. So what do you think about President Biden's first hundred days? Now, you know me as a person who, uh, who says what he thinks, and I don't hide the fact that I wasn't a fan of our last president's character issues. Also, no fan of the president's. <laughs> oh God, that's embarrassing. Now, just for just for our listeners, they had a, someone came running up from behind the dais as he was trying to speak these words, uh, which no one was having. Which was very bad. I think it was awesome. I think it was, yeah, that's awesome. That was really cool, and no one was having it. No one wanted to listen to what he had to say, and the words coming out of his mouth, I just mittens. Just resign, please. Go away. No one wants you. You're you're a loser. Oh, he's he's horrible. He he's just he's just horrible. Um, I I don't understand him. I I've never been able to grasp his mindset. Mm. It's it's not a good one. I can tell. He you sells that. himself as a Republican or as a conservative, and you know I, I'm I'm a I'm this that or the other thing, and, and he's. He's he's a pretender. He's yep. horrible. Very much so. Ugh. And you can hear the you can hear the you know show some respect. And the the minute he said, and the, I thought this was interesting. The minute he says, you know, I didn't have, I don't have, you know, I I didn't respect what the previous president was doing. And I'm paraphrasing. I the booze got louder. Yeah. And, you know he's. He's trying to put himself in front of a narrative that is that is basically shooting him in the foot. He's shooting himself oh. in the foot. Well, he, he, he has a problem with uh, Donald Trump's perceived character flaws. Well, take a good look in the mirror, my friend. Yep. He, what a loser. Not, what a loser he is. Pierre Delecto, you're not my friend. And just so yeah. everyone remembers, Pierre Delecto was his uh, pseudo handle on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know what can what can you do? You know he's worried about the cancel culture too. I guess. Well, Pierre was just busy taking shots at the president. So, yeah. what a yeah. tool. Well, I will say that I don't like the current occupant of the White House either. So there you go. Well, I don't like it either. I'm not. I'm not a big. Not a big fan. So, I don't know. We we've, we've pretty much exhausted the topics that we really wanted to get to tonight. Um, you know, as an editorial comment, you know, you know, Bravo and I were having a discussion before we went on the air. And these are the discussions that we have. We're, we're talking about, you know, the market and the economy. Neither one of us are economists, right? Nope. <laughs> no, not at all. No. <laughs> I like to spend money, but I don't start spending money when I don't have it to spend. 
Exactly. Right? Right. So on the last program, we kind of encouraged everybody, you know, uh, most people have some kind of a retirement account, hopefully. No one's going to do it for you. No, no one's, yeah, no one's going to put money away for you uh, for your retirement. And Social Security certainly isn't going to be enough or, or probably even be there for us to retire on. Mm-hmm. Um, just because reasons, uh, we can get into that in another program. Mm-hmm. You know, so listen, we're, we're coming into a very tumultuous financial time. Our government is, is spending money at a breakneck pace. Uh, and and passing out money that we don't have, and 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 printing money that we can't afford to print, we can't back it. It's crazy. so it is crazy, and and the long and the short of it is, we're heading for a disaster mm-hmm. of biblical proportions. Oh, this could be epic. This could make two thousand and eight look like, you know, kindergarten. I think. I think. A crash similar to the twenty twenty nine crash, you know the, you know that, you know like the in the twenties was it the twenty oh, Great Depression, yeah, Great Depression, yeah. When the stock market crashed and everybody found out that all of their, you know, all of their hard earned money that they put in the stock market is is now just been evaporated. Mm. Uh, that's 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 really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think it could happen? Yeah, I do. Um, I think that the price of consumer goods is is going to go through the roof. I would encourage people to tighten their belts, uh, be very, very careful about how you spend and, and deal with your money. Uh, I would also encourage you, as I did this week, contact your financial uh, professional that you're mm-hmm. working with and, and seek some guidance. Mm-hmm. And have a contingency plan in mind uh, should things go south to shelter your hard-earned money. Uh, if you don't, I think you're doing yourself a major disservice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, I, I'm not giving anybody any financial advice. But we are giving you some practical advice. Go talk right. to someone who knows something about financial planning. Get on the, get on the horn tomorrow morning to your guy, your gal. Start reading on some stuff. Take a look at things. Um, try to look at some alternate uh, investments, uh, alternate strategies to either grow your money or shelter it. Uh, we're we're going to enter a really weird time. We talked about the price of lumber going up. Uh, we talked about um, a number of different things. I drove past a very interesting uh, aside here. Drove past a development under construction. They've been going great guns on this thing for Months and months and months, or there are dozens of homes being built, uh, big, big, big stick-built wooden homes, uh, wood frame construction. Um, houses are framed in. The weather's been beautiful the past few days. I don't see any lumber on the job sites, and I don't see anybody working. Mm. I wonder why. Shortages? <laughs> I don't know. Price increases? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Quote validity expired. Mm-hmm. I can't keep a quote at work for raw goods for steel or mm-hmm. or packaging, which which could be lumber. Uh, I can't have a quotation be uh, valid on those commodity items for more than forty eight hours. Mm. 
You either buy it now, buy it all right now, or in 48 hours, I have to requote you the entire job. Mm. Wow. That's, that is the ultimate in instability. Usually we could do 120 day validity on pricing. Mm. We're talking about 48 hour validity on pricing. Unbelievable. So do yourself a huge favor. Go talk to your financial professional. Mm -hmm. Good advice, my friend. One other thing uh, we talked about a little bit of inspiration and I, I'm going to be, I want to share my personal thoughts. Uh, When I hear, when I heard the, that's not a state of the union address, the joint address to Congress uh, from the current occupant of the uh, white house, I was just, I was disheartened. I was like, this is not any words of encouragement or inspiration for that matter. So I wanted to share what Dan Scavino put up on his telegram of the past, uh, the the last president uh, talking about how really great America really is. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. You must keep pushing forward. And always have the courage to be yourself. America is better when people put their faith into action. Pray to God and follow his teachings. Today, each of you begins a new chapter as well. When your story goes from here, it will be defined by your vision, your perseverance, and your grit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. As long as you have pride in your beliefs, courage in your convictions, and faith in God, then you will not As long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. (sighs) Thank you, Mr. President. And what he brought up in terms of grit and determination and having faith and making sure that you strive to do your best and it'll all come together and work out in the end. I do believe that the best is yet to come. Well, Well, we've got to suffer through another couple of years of double masking. So don't get me. I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us tonight. I I think that's it. And and I'd like to leave on a positive note. Uh, President Trump, that was a very inspirational speech he gave. And it's uh, it's one of the, that'll be remembered. Mm -hmm. Um, So everybody out there, 
make it a great week. Uh, be sure to visit our website at www.signal50.com where you can check out all of our podcast outlets and some of the uh, offline commentary that we've developed and we've posted there for you. You know, we've been a little bit lax on that. It's been a busy, busy time. So we're going to go ahead and start pumping out some more content. Uh, we're going to be checking out Frank here in the next couple of weeks. You know, we were talking a little bit before the show about it. It's uh, not really ready for prime time yet. So mm. we're they're, they're trying to work on that, right, Bravo? Yeah, the, we you'll still find us on Rumble. Uh, yep. Unfortunately, Rumble, uh, there is uh, similar to what uh, YouTube's doing where you can get a subscription to get rid of all the commercials. We can do it that way. But to live stream, uh, it costs a little bit more. And like we've said at the top of the show, we don't get paid for this. So until our, you know, maybe bring your friends, start listening, subscribing more, and we'll start doing live streams over there. But it's not possible at this point. No, not yet. So we're probably, when we get booted off of YouTube, which will happen, we'll just turn into a podcast, which is fine. So anyhow, everybody, I'd like to thank our affiliate, POF, Patriot Ordnance Factory, POF-USA.com, makers of the finest AR-15-style rifles in the United States. They're based in outside of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, go ahead and give them a look up, uh, look them up take a look see what they've got and see and they will ship direct to your ffl near you uh we've got some upcoming stuff coming we've got martha bonetta coming on the show here uh within the next couple of weeks uh she is running around uh with her hair on fire trying to uh make a difference she's she's really she's really working hard so we're going to have to cut her a little bit of slack but we're going to get her on the program and on that note everybody have a great week thanks for listening take care everyone Bye-bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.